0: Hello, friends. Today we are going to be reading Matthew chapter 27. As always, before we get started in this chapter, let us go ahead and pray over the word that we will receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day that you've given us. Thank you for the many blessings that you pour down in our lives, and thank you for the people that you've put in our lives. We pray, Lord, that you give us the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to really grasp the word that we're about to receive, to be able to put it to work into our own lives, and to be able to share this word with whoever needs to hear it. Help us to bear the fruits of your Spirit in all that we do, and help us to be a beacon of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today, and allow us to walk in your guidance. Give us your discernment and help us to understand the truth behind the message that we will receive today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This first section is called Judas Hangs Himself. Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans how to have Jesus executed. So they bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is this to us? they replied. That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then he went away and hanged himself. The chief priest picked up the coins and said, It is against the law to put this into the treasury, since it is blood money, So they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why it has been called the field of blood to this day. Then what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. They took the 30 pieces of silver, the price set on him, by the people of Israel, and they used them to buy the potter's field as the Lord commanded me. This next section is called Jesus before Pilate. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. When Pilate asked him, Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. What crime has he committed? asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him! When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. All the people answered, His blood is on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. This next section is called The Soldiers Mock Jesus. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand. Then they knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews, they said. They spit on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. This next section is called the Crucifixion of Jesus. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus wine to drink, mixed with gall, but after tasting it he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots. And sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the king of the Jews. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the son of God. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. This next section is called the death of Jesus. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs were broken open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Many women were there watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. This next section is called The Burial of Jesus. As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea, named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. This next section is called The Guard at the Tomb. The next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, We remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, After three days I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he has been raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. That is the end of chapter 27. So I was curious as to why Matthew had mentioned that Judas hung himself. And I will link the article that I found. But it says, because Matthew wants us to view Judas' death, in light of a particular biblical backdrop, the death of Absalom, David's rebellious son. Absalom's death is unusual. While out on his mule, he gets his head stuck in the branches of an oak tree, which leaves his body inconveniently suspended or hung in midair. And that's from Second Samuel chapter 18 verses 9 through 10. Absalom can thus be said to have died a Judas-like death, or more precisely, Judas can be said to have died an Absalom-like death. The significant, this is significant to the events of Matthew twenty-six through twenty-seven. So, we are comparing Judas to a rebellious son that David had in Second Samuel. It's very interesting to think about how these different Bible stories correlate together. In the same article, we will read why Luke decided to portray Judas's death differently as Matthew, but I will let you guys read that article if you're wanting to get into that. That is all the time that I have for today, so till next time.